one. Welcome back to the Hustle Podcast. It's Caleb Webster along with Logan Smith, CJ Hester, and John Hope. We are the podcast everything college football from betting and trying to win you guys some money to knowing the news and hearing some picks. Guys, welcome back. What's up? Welcome back. All you quarantines. Are you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, if we Fucking don't have Carol college Baskins. or if we don't have college football this year, it's going to be because of uh, that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh my oh, god, this is, this is a good show, okay? This is family. <laughs> First of all, they're all terrible people. They are. All of they them. all deserve yeah. to go to jail. every single one. They do. All right, guys. So you John, ready to what, talk? What, what news we got? Yeah. What are we talking about today, John? Um. First things first, we're going to be talking about new hires that we've gotten for the year, uh, new coaches around the league. Uh, after that, we're going to be breaking down just local news, kind of Big Ten teams, stuff around us, out of Fort Wayne, you know. And then we'll be going over uh, over-unders way too early for the year, trying to figure out what can we make some money on before the season even starts. So, let's kick it off with CJ. Who do you like as a new coach for the year? Uh, I'm going to start with former FAU coach Lane Kiffin going to Ole Miss. I think it was a great hire, um, great placement for Lane Kiffin, Power 5 school, but not too big to come back into um, the Power 5. Right. So Lane Kiffin, 61-34 as a a head coach in college football. Mm -hmm. Well, you knew once he went to FAU, he was going to end up back at a big school event. Yes. Sooner sooner than later. Two championships, two conference championships at FAU, and two uh, two and two in bowl games. So I think for Lane Kiffin, I think it was a great spot. He hired some great assistants. I think for the next three or four years, I think you don't see Ole Miss in probably top fifteen recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd be able to recruit down south pretty good and compete. Not necessarily with the Alabamas, LSU, and Georgias, but in the middle of the pack. And I think he's a solid fit for Ole Miss right now. I love it. Logan, who you got? Uh, I'm going to head over to Tallahassee, Florida. This is probably my my favorite offseason hire. Um, he's not a big name like Bob Stoops, but Mike Norvell has been a successful college football coach. When In four seasons at Memphis, he went 37-15 overall, 24-8 uh, in AAC play. Um He's led them to conference titles in last year at Cotton Bowl, uh, New Year's Six Bowl. So that was pretty outstanding. Uh, he had such a great run at Memphis, and that was even after, year after year of his coaching staffs getting raided by uh, big <laughs> by bigger schools. <clears throat> and uh, we may not see improvement this first year, but Mike Norvell is going to build a, a solid foundation and a, a new winning culture at Florida State. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. The ACC needs that. Caleb, who you got? So I got somebody who seems to always come around when it comes to talking about sports in the last few years when we've talked about allegations and uh, the mystery man himself, Grace Giano, back at Rutgers. Um I picked him because I want to see something good coming out of Rutgers. We see their basketball program this year doing things that they never dreamed of doing, and maybe now Shiano hired back. He went 68-67. Um, unfortunately, 
You know, he only had one win above 500, but when he took over the program, it was one of the worst in the country. Um, so that was from 2001 to 2011. Um, and Shiano could turn this program around. He's a great recruiter. Let's see if he stays under the NCAA radar and not in trouble. I know back with Zach Smith in Ohio State. But I'm telling you, 926-20, Rutgers at Ohio State. Mark it on your calendar. Chiano returns to the shoe to see if we can face Ryan Day. That's going to be a good matchup. I think Ohio State wins it, but let's see if Rutgers can pull the magic out of their hat. Well, I think it should be no problem for him staying under the radar at Rutgers. Hey, you never know. Compared to, to, compared to Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, trying to get recruits at a small school, sometimes you got to throw the money their way. Yeah, you got to throw the titties their way. Uh, yeah, that, that, that works too. The women and the money. The root of all evil for men in America. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So, Grace Shiano's my I, pick. Grace Shiano, all right. I like it. I, I'm looking at Mel Tucker out of Colorado. Who I, I love Colorado. They had a rough year last year. Only five and seven. Didn't make a bowl game. Only three and six in the pack play. Uh, taking over for, for D'Antonio after he stepped down. Um, I, I, I think it's a good hire. I think it's going to take him two, maybe three years to bring it back to anything resembling Michigan State of the 2000s. Um, I, he's yeah, in a tough spot. Yeah, and it, it won't be the same Very tough. team. It won't be a defensive threatening team like it has been in years past. It's going to be more balanced for sure. Um. It's gonna it's it's gonna be like Archie Miller at a IU. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna take time for him to get his guys in there. Yeah, and I think I think I I might take him four to five years just right. because of the competition he has to face. No, like. I I agree with you there, CJ. I feel like what Mark D'Antonio did was he he took advantage of a very down Big Ten East with Ohio State having a coaching change, Penn State going mm-hmm. through those allegations. Michigan wasn't Michigan of the past. But now those those programs are up and running perfectly, and Michigan State's they're fourth in the East again in the in the pecking order. Yeah, I like I like the guy, I like the coach. I just yeah, uh, it can take a minute. That's a tough, uh, tough job coming in. Yeah, but um, well, let's move on to our uh, just local news. You know, Notre Dame, IU, Michigan, all of our favorite teams, all of our goodies, and then. You know, anything around Big Ten, all, all around us. Like Anybody the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, Midwest, that's the word. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> so, I got some news on IU. Um, grad transfer from Stanford, D-tackle, um, Joven Swan. He's from Stanford, but he's from Greenwood, Indiana. Ooh. So he's coming back home to play for IU no, for his senior year. I have no idea where Greenwood, Indiana is. Just south of Indiana. Oh, just south of Indiana. Shout out. And so, in 2018, he was honorable mention all Pac-12. He had 5.5 sacks that year as at the D-tackle spot, which is pretty good. Right. So I think that hopes for the D-line. And IU has Pennix coming back as a quarterback with their leading rusher. So I think IU should be able to go back to a bowl game this year and maybe finish fourth in the Big Ten East. Fourth in the Big Ten East. Yes, maybe. I got the finish. Wow. wow. I'll, I'll say that yep. they've been doing good every year, um, and they've been competing. They just got to close. They don't have the bench everybody else has, so let's see if they can turn that around. 
but they got a lot of production oh, they do. so they I do. can definitely see them. All right. Well, they do. I, yeah, a lot. they do, but I've got news out of IU, too, that they're losing a, a redshirt sophomore, Madison Norris, who's also on the D-line. He was a three-star recruit, and he was getting a lot better, but he just uh, – he just decided to hit the transfer portal. Do you know where he's And they at? lost their – well, their D-line coach just left for Texas this past year. Mm. So, I, I can only assume Texas. But – as, as IU gets better, they don't start losing coaches too, I feel right. like. Oh, yeah, so. right. They, they start recognizing. Yeah, it's when they start, yeah, they start getting good buildups. Uh, Logan, what news you got? All right, well, I'm going to kind of just go through my top five returning players in the Big Ten. Um, at that number five spot, I had to go with Nico Collins, wide receiver from Michigan. He's a big 6'4 receiver. Uh, last year, he caught 37 passes for four, 729 yards and seven touchdowns. I expect him to be the go-to leader amongst the wide receivers. And in the second year under Josh Gaddis, I think he's going to be playing for a, a spot in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and at that four spot, I got Micah Parsons, linebacker for Penn State. In two thousand seven or 2019, he had 109 total tackles, five sacks, four forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. So it's hard to argue with, with those kind of stats. With, like, production like that, coming back at the linebacker spot, you got to look out for yeah, Penn State's defense in 2020. Lead, yeah, that defense has been studly the last few years. Yeah. Um. At the three spot, I got Chris Olave, another wide receiver, but this one's for Ohio State. Last year, he generated a lot of separation with his route running, as good as any other receiver, with 57% of his targets, 10 or more yards downfield being deemed open, which is you just have to be a couple yards in front of your defender. And that was that 57% was rated the highest among all receivers. So – with him coming back, he's probably going to be the number one offensive target for Ohio State. Hmm. Number two, I got Tanner Morgan, quarterback for Minnesota. Last year, he threw for over 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. He's got some more returning talent at the wide receiver position, so I'm excited to see if he can match last year's uh, stats. And at the number one spot, I got Rondale Moore, the wide receiver from Purdue. Oh, Rondale Moore, baby. Wow. Yeah, last year he was limited to just four games due to injury. But when healthy, he is proof, the, the proof's in the pudding. He's one of the most explosive players in the country. If Purdue wants, wants a shot at the Big Ten West title, he'll, he'll need to be healthy, and he needs to put up Ooh. Heisman production-type numbers. Purdue had a shot at the West title this year. They, they got a lot of production. Tough. It, yeah, it's gonna be tough, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna be as bad. <laughs> Do they have a quarterback? Oh, I, I don't. Th- hey, uh, you're gonna have a great matchup. I was just saying, talk about Rondell Moore and Nico Collins. Purdue actually plays Michigan this year at Michigan in the Big House. We might have to go to that game yes, to see that matchup versus Nico Collins and Rondell Moore. <laughs> I would love to see that. All right, that that'd be a good one. But do they have a quarterback? I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest. I honestly don't know. Nobody knows right now. We don't know. We don't know. I just know they got a on defense. And, like, Rondé Moore, some running backs coming back. Yeah, that's going to be the main thing is who's who's slinging I mean, I like Jack Plummer from Arizona, the state of Arizona. 
Um, I think he'll be the start one that will get the nod at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and he got some he got some fine time last yeah. year, so yeah. So we'll yeah, see did. about that. Yeah. I think he's gonna be the best choice. Um Purdue just needs Purdue just needs to stay healthy. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I think Jeff Brom, he really wants to prove he is one of the best coaches in the country. And you want to have confidence? Win your non-conference games going into the conference play. Yeah. Jack Plummer? Yep. Aiden O'Connell? All right. All right, Caleb, what you All got? right. So, something a little bit off, somebody not playing for college this year, but Wisconsin's own Zach Braun, third-rated linebacker on Mel Kuyper's draft board. The draft's coming up in just over a week. And what do you know? Call him Jabril Peppers Jr. because his test was diluted. His sample was diluted. Um, he said he was drinking so much water for weight-related purposes. Vaughn, uh, who had 53 solo tackles, 12 and a half sacks, um, weighed 238 and a combined average weight at 242 at the senior bowl. What a monster, but sad to see. I'm hoping that somebody big can pick him up in a later round because of this. It's sad to see for the kid because of the money loss. Um, but unfortunately, that's how it is. He'll drop to somebody, but maybe it might work better out for him and he'll find himself at a, uh, a mid-level team that can really use him at that linebacker position. And I also saw that today, and I was reading some stories about that. And they don't think he I don't think he will either, but at the same time, you never know, because Jabril dropped farther than they thought. That, that is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I, I got news from Notre Dame, just a couple of things. Uh, just commit. I just saw this like 20 minutes ago. They got Pat Coogan out of Chicago, three-star O-line. Yeah. And you know what they do with Everybody O-line? Everybody was after at, him. At Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had yeah. a bunch of good looks after. Yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, LSU, Bama, I think, for a that's three a good, star. That's, yeah. Right, right. No, that's a good get. I like him. Um, and then other thing, our quarterback that is coming in two years, just got his fifth star. Oh, Tyler Buckner. Oh, wow. Tyler yep. Buckner, yeah, dual threat. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's well, going to he be our guy. over a year ago. It's not, it's not news news, but it's – it's yeah. nice to see for the well. I was looking, for the bump on the recruiting class. I was looking three years down the road. He's probably going to be the quarterback to lead the Irish into the yep. shoe. Yep. When we when they play Ohio State, that's another so, game uh, we'll have to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And Clemson going to South Bend next year. That's a game. I'll drive. Who's driving? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drive to Columbus. It's too far. South right. Bend I'll go to that too. I'll go to anything. Right. I love college football. <laughs> well, let's, well, let's break down some games for next year or, or teams some for over next year on, on their over unders. Yeah. And CJ, why don't you kick us off? All right. First up, I got Nebraska, and I saw them at seven and a half. You got them. I have. Yeah, I got I have them, them at six and a half. That's still high to me, but. Either way, either way, I got the over. You have the over on Nebraska? You sound like – Yeah, look at the schedule. Dude, they open up with uh, Purdue. Do you remember what uh, happened last year? The Big Ten play? And I remember, remember when they were playing yeah, the they won, like, West. three games. Exactly, exactly. Wait, and I, yeah. CJ, CJ, I got the, 
the schedule right here. Nebraska. I got it right okay, here too. Go. Yep. Yeah, I don't see. So South Dakota State, uh, which is no layover, the second game at home. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> look at the schedule. They they play uh, Ohio State from the other side. Um, Penn State. Uh, they got Cincinnati later. Uh, at home. Lost. <laughs> Penn State at home. Lost. Yeah. I, for them to get over seven and a half, they have to win all the games that they probably be favoring and get two good wins. Right. And they face a lot of good teams at home. So I think they overcome, they make up from last year's um, <laughs> no. team. And I think they get to eight run, eight wins. If, if, until they give me a they reason to not to, I will bet against Same. Nebraska every time. Another team I got, another team I got in the Big Ten is Michigan State. And I saw them at five, uh, five and a half under. Five and a half, so I got them under that. I think Michigan State probably pulls out maybe three to four wins this mm-hmm. year. Um, not an easy, not a conference schedule. So I actually think they would get upset at home by Toledo. I think that's week three, I saw. And they have to go to BYU week two. So Yeah, I can't I can't see them. And I, I, they got Miami at home. I, it's just not looking good for them. <laughs> so I got Michigan State for about three, four wins this year. And my last team I got is Toledo, over six and a half. I think Toledo would get eight wins and probably win the MAC this year. Okay, I like that. <clears throat> what the hell? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I like that too. Uh, Logan, what you got? All what right. Okay, so the first one I'm going to go to the ACC. Uh, I saw Louisville. I want to take them over seven and a half wins. Uh, Louisville is quietly building a uh, talented uh, depth chart. Um, Scott, Scott Scott Satterfield, near one. He overachieved, went eight and four. And I think they could possibly do it again this year with with getting Florida State and Virginia Tech at home. Uh, the road games at Clemson and Notre Dame will be tough. But overall, I think they could get another eight and four season in. My second team is Oklahoma State. They had them at eight wins. And I could see them easily at least getting eight wins for a push. They get nine or ten starters back on defense. Their quarterback, Spencer Sanders, is back. Wide receiver, Tylon Wallace, and dynamic running back, Chuba Hubbard, also comes back. And they're probably going to have the most explosive offense in the in the season, or in uh, the country next year. And then... I've got uh, Boise State over nine and a half. Their QB, Hank Bachmeyer, comes back as long as he can stay healthy and take the next step. There's only a few games I could see that would slip them up, and that's Florida State, but they get them at home. Uh, BYU, but they get them at home. Uh, Going to Wyoming could be tough, but I don't see them losing more than two games, so give me Boise State over nine and a half wins. Okay, that's a lot. I like that Oklahoma State pick too. Yeah, I think their sleepers are win the Big Twelve. That's why I, I think they're going to make like it to the chip for the Big Twelve. Yeah, I like them. All right, uh, Caleb. So give me what you give me what you have today, and I'm going with the defending national champions without Joe Burrow at nine wins. I'm going with the over boys, and this is why. LSU still has great coaching staff. I know their OC left to go to the Pats, um, but this is the thing. 
they play Cupcake, UTSA, so uh, Texas San Antonio. They play Texas, which will be a good matchup. They play Rice, Nichols State. And then I don't see anybody other than maybe Auburn and Alabama having a shot to beat them. We play 12 games. I think yeah, Florida but I think they, is going to be a, uh, You think it's a, a loss? loss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida has a lot coming back. Plus okay, Kyle Trask, if, their quarterback, that's going to be essential up, even for if any you team this year. three losses up. Because right. Yeah. A and M, I think, could be a toss-up game too, though. It's nine. I think they go over. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I just think that offense—they got a lot coming back on the wide receiver side. Uh, they're losing the running back in the tight end with uh, Randy Moss's son. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. You know what yeah. they do. Um, I really have hope that they could do something good with with what they have. Um, my second team, I talked shit about you last week, Miami, and I'm sorry. We're going to turn it back around. I looked at your schedule and why I'm not talking shit is because it's all cupcakes from here. We got Temple, Wagner, Michigan State with a new coach. I mean, look at this. They don't even play Clemson this year. They got uh, Pittsburgh will be an okay, tough game. They should beat Wake Forest. They should beat North Carolina. We'll never know. Uh, we'll see what Mac Magic has for them. Um, Duke, Georgia Tech, Florida State. I think that they can go over their projected right now at nine wins, and I think they either uh, go over by one game. Yeah, I think they go over nine. by one wins or they, they level out and uh, they get nine exactly. I, I love that pick. I, love I do that too pick. because – they just got – they had um, a defensive end that was just behind Chase Young in sacks last year. They just got Temple's leading sack uh, sack leader to come in as a transfer. And this Miami – yeah, like you said, this schedule is cupcake after cupcake. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that uh, nice. it should be – Something beautiful. I mean, conference last year they went four and four, and then six and seven overall. Let's flip it around with a new quarterback, somebody who sat himself out that we talked about last week, and I think that they got themselves a ball club, boys. All I remember from last year was that dude beating up the chair when they kept losing. Well, he'll be throwing the chair in excitement this time. Turnover chain, baby. Well, hey, you know, this this schedule is kind of ironic. They're going to go to Michigan State, but the week after is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's head coach is D'Antonio's protege. Yeah. And I think this Pittsburgh team, they <laughs> get the safety. Irony. Yeah. Well, they get the safeties and their corners back. This is going to be a no-fly yeah. zone in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Maybe not as good as that Michigan State's no-fly zone, but it's going to be a – and They're gonna hey, be tough so you forget, these. Miami's gonna make some turnovers of themselves, man. It's gonna be rocking in Pittsburgh. <laughs> unbelievable, baby. Uh, unbelievable. Oh, wait, is this college basketball? Yes, it is. November, <laughs> it is November now. 14th, You're supposed to be course, okay? Miami Hurricanes are going to at Virginia Tech, and they're saying, man, the crowd's gonna be rocking, but they're gonna be. 
begging them, stay in their seats and shut up. I guarantee you, Miami can do some good this year. <laughs> hey, the U. You can't see it right now, like that. but like I'm that. throwing it up. So is are they going to be your pick to win the? Uh, hey, 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 ACC, hey. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll debate when that when we have our picks. I'm not going to say anything that will come back to hurt me like I did last. Caleb's taking Miami first. I probably will take Miami, but that's not official. Not that night in, no, but yeah, no, I'll like probably take like them that. to be the coastal. Off the book. John. All right, I got Georgia sitting at 10 wins right now. I got them with the over. Wow. Yeah. Well, they haven't figured out their quarterback situation yet. The only one they have well, under Jamie the boat with any throwing. Yeah, they have Jamie Newman. They got Stenson Bennett. They got the trade. Yeah, he's going to start. That's uh, true. I'm pretty sure. That's true. They, they still have six guys total on that roster. I think it might be a, a little bit of a quarterback competition for the years out. Right. But, and they got one of the best wide receiver quarters in the country. Uh, they've been an 11 win team for the last four or five years. Always putting up stats. I like them at 11 wins instead of 10. Uh, other than that, I'm going against CJ with Nebraska. I think that's bullshit. I think they're going to win four I'm games. <laughs> wow. And I, yeah, and I think John, Michigan State's going to win should, two or three. Uh, you should just, you know, keep keep rolling. We might, we might have to place a little bet on that. I'll do Nebraska. it. I will bet money against Nebraska every time I can. We might have to put five bucks on that. I'm, I'm a believer. That's fine. Do it. Be like last year. You, did you believe last year too? No, I did not. You, I believe this year. Pick, you should bet on them to win the West. Nah. What's the Put your money where your mouth is, CJ. <laughs> Minnesota's open. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, I like that too. Chandler Morgan. True. Yeah. Well, hey. All right, guys. Hopefully, hopefully you win some money off these because I might bet some of these. Oh, it's way too, it's way too soon to be one more money thing. Nah, you gotta put it out. There. <laughs> yeah. So this. Oh yeah, is huge. I saw this. Speaking of Miami, Miami of Ohio, Penn State wide receiver and dual sport athlete Mac Hippenhammer out of your own Snyder High School is going to Miami. Uh, let's see what they could do this year. I'm going to do a little bit more research, maybe talk about that more. Um, maybe Miami could come out and be a, a, a Mac, uh, honey, but a Mac champion this year. Yeah. Mac yeah, Nice, nice breaking yeah. news. Yeah, it just happened. Oh, yeah, it today. just happened recently. Uh, what a name. I mean, how could you not love nice. a guy named Mac Hippenhammer? And he's better at baseball than he is football, but he's still a stud at football. So it's so we got a, it's going to be a three way race: Buffalo, Ball State, and Miami of Ohio. Toledo and Toledo, yeah, Toledo, Toledo. Toledo. Toledo's winning the match. I love Mac football. The we Mac should talk about Mac football a little bit. Maybe we'll do a Mac. One one Mac yeah. game. Oh even yeah, we should touch briefly on it. One Mac game. Caleb, what did you say at the beginning of the podcast? This is all things college uh, football. We're yeah, going to talk Prince about everything. Yeah, Francis football. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Donald has them rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, I just 
figure since uh, probably some of our viewers are uh, in Fort Wayne. I know not all, but some in um, it's college football. So I just found that out. Thanks to Mama Juge with the with the stat discovery while we're live on the show. <laughs> hey, it's okay. not supposed to break your sources. Dude. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, yo, come on, that's ruinable. Hey, one. CJ, we said we had to do some some tough <laughs> cutting around here. It's yeah, the that might be one. During this <laughs> coronavirus, we our funds are getting short. We can't pay for four people to be doing. <laughs> you can't fire me. I'm Damn, a Ranch Wilder. Name that movie. <laughs> Angel, Angels in the Outfield. Are we done? Name that movie. So is that it? I have no idea what movie it is. Yes. Yeah, so that Angels in the Outfield. That's it. Uh, That's it. That's it. Unless That's you guys it. have anything you guys else I mean, I want, I want to hit on Wash your, your hands. sister. Well, unless she's married. Oh, wait, I got another. We got another four-star hey. defense. CJ's sister's not married. Ohio State got another four-star commit, four-star defensive end wow. going to Ohio State. Not even break. Jeez. I They're yeah, blowing it out of the water. Like, that's just Ohio State. They do Ohio State things. That's but just news. Well, thank yeah. you guys for listening in. I hope news. that uh, we could be a little bit more informational for you in regards to the betting Online and at your local betting stops. We love to go down to OTB in the Winter Circle in New Haven. So if you want to catch us out there on a Friday night, that's usually where we're at. <laughs> OTB in Winter Circle. The OTB. Yeah. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. All right. Cut it.